This is a WEEU sports presentation. WEEU sports presents exclusive live coverage of Berks County High School basketball. High School Sports on WEEU is brought to you in part by Angstadt Family Dental, Bachman Roofing, Chick-fil-A, Cross Keys Insurance, Judd Firestone Plumbing, Coon Funeral Homes, Lincoln Plumbing and Heating, Mortgage America, Overhead Door Company of Reading, Redner's Warehouse Markets, Remax Real Estate Agent Phil Macaronis, UECU, and by Victor Emanuel Beneficial Society. Berks County High School Basketball, presented by Cross Keys Insurance, only on WEEU, the voice of Berks and beyond, and online at 830weeu.com. Good evening, everyone, and welcome. WE's coverage of Berks County High School basketball continues tonight in the District 3 4A boys bracket. And the defending champion, Berks Catholic Saints, welcome the Middletown Blue Raiders to their home gymnasium. The Saints, the champions of Division 2 of the Berks Boys Conference, by going 11 and 1, are now 20 and 3 overall in the season. They take on Middletown of the Mid Penn Capital Conference. They went 10 and 4 in divisional play, and they are 16 and 7 overall. But they are a very hot basketball team coming into tonight's game, including a win in the opening round against Schuylkill Valley by a score of 48 to 35. They're the number nine seed. The Saints are the number one seed, and that's our matchup tonight. It is the Blue Raiders and the Saints. High School Basketball is presented to you by Cross Keys Insurance, and it's also live to you no matter where you are. All of our postseason coverage is available to you for free online at 830weu.com. We'll take a timeout back with High School Basketball on the voice of Burks and beyond after this. You have auto insurance because, let's face it, stuff happens. And then you feel punished with a rate hike after filing a claim? Erie Rate Lock changes all that. With Rate Lock from Erie Insurance, your low rate stays great until you change cars, drivers, or your address. Your Erie agent in Reading and Hamburg is Cross Keys Insurance. Get a quote at 610-916-6190. Rate Lock is not guaranteed continued insurance coverage. Insured must meet necessary underwriting guidelines. Premium may change if you make policy changes. Not all products are offered in all states, patent pending. Are your garage doors noisy, squeaky, or moving unevenly? Having trouble opening and closing them? Don't be left sitting in the driveway this winter. It's time for a tune-up from Overhead Door. Starting at just $99, we'll inspect, lube, and adjust your garage doors so they operate smoothly. Call today and ask for a tune-up special from Overhead Door. And business owners, we also specialize in commercial warehouse stock maintenance. Overhead Door, we're more than just doors. OverheadDoorOfReading.com. 
Welcome back to Lloyd Wolf Gymnasium, the home of the Burks Catholic Saints. Alongside Rich Garcella, my name is Bob McCool again. Rich, it's District 3 playoff time. Burks Catholic has won this district championship the last two years, and they were clearly and maybe still are a clear favorite to win it all over again. But things are obviously different for the Saints. The last time we were here was when the season changed. They ultimately came back from behind to beat Reading. It was an epic night with one exception, and that was the loss of Kingston McCoy. The Saints have gone 7-3 and three since that point in time, including a loss in the semifinal in the Burks Conference against Wilson. But it's a different team that is now challenged to find a way. It is a different team. It has had an effect. You mentioned the record. BC scoring's down almost five points a game. Their points allowed are up almost four points a game. What does that mean? Well, for the year, they have a plus 13 scoring differential. In the last whatever how many games since Kingston's injury, they have just a five-point, a plus-five point differential. That's a big difference. Josh McCoy has tried to take over the offense and the defense. It's really not in his personality to be a vocal leader, unlike his younger brother, Kingston. So that's sort of, they've missed Kingston McCoy, as Sniff Esterly said, in everything. Right. Offense, defense. But I think in leadership, that's the biggest loss. And we'll see whether it's Armani Dominguez or Parker Nine or somebody else, maybe it's Josh McCoy, who steps up as a leader tonight here in the district quarterfinals. Right, because you still have two prolific scorers in Kingston's older brother, Josh, who is a senior and is averaging 17.5 points per game. And as Rich said, that point production has gone up in the absence of Kingston, who was averaging just under 15 points per game. And Parker Nine, who's averaging 17 points per game, both Josh McCoy and Kingston and Parker Nine can hit from distance as well. And so the offense is still strong with those two, but in a comfort zone situation, it's a matter of those role players. Will those other guys step up in key spots? We've seen that from time to time from guys like Armani Dominguez and Brady Altamar. Will they step up in big moments and be, they don't have to be the star, but will they be guys who they can count on to get buckets because the defense lays off of them? Brady Altamar can make threes. He's made 16 for the year. Dominguez can too. He's made 11. We saw Dominguez step up here almost a month ago against Reading after Kingston McCoy got hurt. Dominguez had seven points in the third quarter and helped spark that comeback win over the Red Knights. That's a guy I look for tonight. Somebody else has to step up. It can't just be Josh McCoy and Parker Nine. They need a third. The Saints need a third score tonight. So let's take a look at the team they're going to be playing tonight, and that's the Middletown Blue Raiders. Again, they're coached by Chris Bradford in the sixth season. 16 and 10. They do play in a very tough conference. They split games in a conference with Trinity, Bishop McDevitt, Steelton, and Boiling Springs. And certainly names like Trinity, Bishop McDevitt, and Steelton, if you're a District 3 basketball fan, you know the names and the pedigrees of those kind of programs. And Middletown is a team that has had a pretty good run of success over the course of the last five, six, seven years as well, including being a district championship game against Burks Catholic just two years ago. It is obviously a different team than it was a couple years ago because the guy who is at the front center of it all is senior Mason Blazer. He's a guy that Snip Esterly said can just flat out get it done. Yeah, that concerns Snip Esterly the most, Mason Blazer. He's the third leading scorer in the Mid-Pen Conference. He's not only averaging almost 22 points a game, he's averaging seven and a half rebounds and two steals a game. He's Mr. Everything for the Blue Raiders. And the Saints have to do everything they can 
to keep him from going off tonight and scoring 25 or 30. He scored 35 against Shippensburg and 35 against Chambersburg. He's capable of doing that. That is a no-no for the Saints. they gotta, they got to stop that. And that's where I think, and again, I don't, I'm not trying to beat a dead horse here with the absence of Kingston-McCoy, but I think there's where it cha- the, 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 the dynamic changes for Burks Catholic because obviously it would be Kingston-McCoy who would get Blazer. And what happens now is is that Josh McCoy is going to get them. It's going to get Blazers. So whether that takes anything away from Josh's offense because he has to focus on that defensive aspect, I think could be a piece of the puzzle. Yeah, we we Wilson. We saw Burks Catholic losing the Burks semifinals to Wilson. Maddox Gruber went off that night, scored a career high 31 points. Josh McCoy wasn't guarding him, but I I think outside Blazer. Middletown doesn't have an explosive player that can do a lot of damage against the Saints. I think if they can contain Blazer, and whether that's with Josh McCoy or somebody else, I think the Saints win this game. Let's take a look at our keys to the game. It's brought to you by REMAX Real Estate Agent Phil Macaronis. If you're buying or selling a home, Phil Macaronis is a member of the REMAX Hall of Fame. With over 20 years of experience with selling, providing countless buyers and sellers keys to their real estate transactions. Call them at 610-670-2770 and ask for Phil Macaronis for the keys to buying and selling your home. Middletown, Burks Catholic, and Rich Garcella has his keys to the game. The keys tonight for the Burks Catholic Saints, the top seed in the District 3 4A playoffs. They've got to contain Mason Blazer. They can't allow him to score 25, 30 points tonight. They've got to limit their turnovers, especially their unforced turnovers. They made several of them against Wilson last week in the Burke semis. And they've got to play, they've got to control the tempo. The Saints have to play at their pace. Look to run when it's there, but most of the time, get in their half-court sets, work their offense. The X factor for me tonight, and I mentioned it, is Armani Dominguez. He needs to step up, not only offensively, but defensively. He's probably going to cover... Uh, sixth man, Aleel Batts, who's averaging almost 11 points a game for Middletown. Dominguez will probably, that'll be his job most of the night. He's the X Factor. Let's take a look at our starting lineups, brought to you by UECU. Utilities employees work hard every day to keep our communities powered and connected. Utilities employees credit union has been serving them and their families with everything from mortgages to auto loans to savings for college, and now UEC wants to be there for you as well. Visit UECU.org to get started. Federally insured by NCUA and Equal Housing Opportunity Lender. The Raiders, coached by Chris Bradford in his sixth season, have J.P. Horetsky at 6'3 and a junior, along with Mason Blazer at 6'5 and a senior. Max Dupe, 6'3 and a junior, is a guard. Timmy Moore, 5'11 and a junior, is another guard. And the point guard is 5'10 junior, Landon Kaiser. For Snip Besley, well, I don't know what else we have to tell you other than in 35 seasons he's won more games than anybody in Berks County is among the all-time winningest coaches in Pennsylvania history. Now with 812 wins in total. And for the Saints, it'll be Elijah Camaro, six foot and a senior at one forward. Josh McCoy, 6'3", and a senior at the others. Brady Altamar at 5'6", and a sophomore. Now pretty much runs the point for the Saints in the absence of Kingston McCoy. Parker Nine, 6'2", senior and a deadly sharp shooter at 47 threes on the season. And Armani Dominguez, 5'9", and a senior, as Rich said, maybe a key to the game tonight for the Saints. Again, 5'9", and a senior. We're going to take a timeout. We come back. It's tip-off time. The Raiders and the Saints live on WEU in Reddit.
UECU is a proud supporter of Pennsylvania athletes and families. They invite you to enjoy their new low loan rates, competitive deposit rates, member rewards, shopping discounts, new roadside assistance service, and cell phone protection powered by Bazing. UECU membership is free online at UECU.org or simply stop by the credit union while missing on Meridian Boulevard. UECU, a powerful new way to save money. Visit UECU.org slash checking to learn more. If you're thinking about buying or selling a home, trust in a realtor with local knowledge and 20 years of experience. Phil Macaronis, a lifelong resident of Berks County and a member of the REMAX Hall of Fame, is rated in the top 1% of realtors nationwide for sales production. For a knowledgeable, personable, reliable realtor, count on Phil Macaronis of REMAX of Reading. Call 610-670-2770, extension 3179, or call his cell phone at 610-858-4555. Hey there, basketball fans. Let's take a moment to talk about the cornerstone in our neighborhood, Bachman's Roofing, Solar, and Remodeling. When it comes to protecting your home, trust the folks who have been doing it for over 51 years. From solar solutions to remodeling dreams, they've got you covered. Bachman's Roofing, Solar, and Remodeling. The name you trust, the people you know. Visit us today, and let's make your home the MVP of the neighborhood. Call Bachman's at 610-947-5102 or visit gobachmans.com. I'm John Petrozelli, principal of Burke's Catholic High School, a school where students feel safe, loved, and challenged. Guided by our four pillars of success, God, family, academics, and fun, we strive to positively impact our students spiritually, academically, socially, and emotionally so they can lead distinguished lives of service and one day reach heaven. To learn more about how to be a saint, please visit burkescatholic.org. It's always a great day to be a saint. Welcome back to Lloyd Wolf Gymnasium again alongside Rich Garcella. My name is Bob McCool. Middletown and Burks Catholic. The winner of this one advances to the District 3 semifinals on Tuesday and will take on either the four-seed Octorera or the five-seed Eastern York. That game going on at Octorera right now. And the winner of that game meets the winner of this one on Tuesday night. Obviously, if the Saints win this one, then they will host it here at Lloyd Wolf Gymnasium. Bob, this also, a win tonight by either team, clinches a berth in the PIAA tournament. Six teams advance from 4A, and the winner clinches a berth. The loser will have to win one more game next week in order to advance to the state tournament. Today's tip-off is brought to you by Chick-fil-A of Exeter, Fifth Street Highway and Broadcasting Square, feeding and serving high school sports athletes and coaches for almost 40 years. Our officials tonight out of the York chapter of the Pennsylvania High School basketball. Again, when you get to the district playoffs and to the PIAA playoffs for that matter as well, you get neutral officials. So it's a mid-pen team against the Burks team, and so our officials tonight from the York chapter, and we are about to get underway. The Saints in their home whites with the gold and black trim, and Middletown in the blue with the gold trim, and it'll be Blazer and Josh McCoy tipping it off in the middle. Our game is underway, and it's the Saints who control the opening tip. Again, Brady Altamar has assumed the point guard responsibilities. Sophomore brings it across half court in what looks like a man-to-man defense to start for the Raiders. Middletown uses a combination of zones. They like to trap the ball on the wings. Max Dupes gives them a lot of size north and west and east, uh, north, south, and east, west inside. Very physical-looking player. McCoy has hesitation about driving around J.P. Heretzky, and they reset with McCoy now regaining at the top. He wants to drive. Helped defensively by Dupes. Collision and a foul. Yeah, 
Josh McCoy appears to be quicker than J.P. Horetsky. I think that's a that's a possibility of a mismatch there for the Saints. And the foul is on Dupes, as we said, kind of hanging out in the yeah. middle of the paint to provide some size and some bulks. McCoy drives into him. Chris Bradford, the coach for Middletown, thinking it should have been an offensive foul, but Josh McCoy is at the line shooting two. There was contact, but I don't think there's any doubt that that was a, a foul on Middletown. McCoy at 73% on the season, misses the first of the line and makes the second to give the Saints their early lead. And in Kaiser, the junior point guard, brings it up across half court, picks up his dribble at half court. And now they look for Blazer at the high post, and instead Horetsky has to come out high to get it. Blazer trying to work through. Elijah Kamara guards him right now on a switch up defensively. Now they bounce it around for Timmy Moore and out high for Kaiser. Patience, at least on the first possession from Middletown, not something that necessarily the Saints were looking for. More from distance, in and out, and Parker Nine, the lone underneath to get the rebound for Burks Catholic. Bob Middletown was in a really tight game with Schuylkill Valley until the final two minutes, until breaking it open. It was a four-point game, and they scored the last nine points of the game. More, uh, Josh McCoy drives and then wants to kick it to the corner. Blazer deflected it out of bounds, and so it stays Saint basketball. We played a minute and 15 seconds. It's one nothing Saints. Again, McCoy in the clear out drives for Camaro. They're sagging way off of him. He goes right at Dukes, misses the shot. It's loose on the floor and ultimately corralled by Dominguez, and the Saints get another look. They are laying way off of Camaro, who's not there for his offense. Nine, catch and shoot three is up and off the top of the backboard and out of bounds. Yeah, that's what we, I think, Burke's Catholic tonight. Middletown's going to focus on stopping Josh McCoy and Parker Nine. Somebody else has got to step up offensively. Right, because they are laying way off yes. of Elijah Kamara, who does not look to score. He's averaging less than two points per game. And so, in, in essence, they're just sagging off of him and challenging him to try to do something offensively so that Dukes can help out on anybody who tries to penetrate. Blazer has to give up his dribble because of the length of McCoy. Swing it around to Moore and then back to, to Blazer in the corner. Tries to go baseline. McCoy cuts off his path. Blazer forces his way there, misses the shot. Nine has it. Saints have an advantage with Blazer slow to get back up. Altamar catch and shoot corner three is short and rebounded nicely by Blazer, who got back up and got down and got the rebound. Up ahead for Kaiser. Backs down Dominguez. Tries to go up inside. Gets the man up in the air and blocked and fouled. Both Dominguez and Camaro were there. They both think it was clean. The official says, no, he's shooting two. Well, I don't know who it's on. Camaro looked like a block to me, but it's, it's going to be on Dominguez. Dominguez yep, yep, yep. So Elijah was right in his protest because he did block it cleanly. But Dominguez gets called for the body bump that puts Landon Kaiser at the free throw line to shoot two, looking for Middletown's first points, and he gets it. Kaiser's a very nice complimentary player for the Blue Raiders, averaging 7.7 a game. And also three point three assists a game. Sixty nine percent free throw shooter, but it's our understanding he was under sixty percent up until a couple weeks ago, and now he's at about eighty eight percent. He looked like that with those two. He makes them both, gives Middletown their first lead at two Middle, to one. Middletown extending its defense here, possibly trapping the ball on the wings. Let's see. With Blazer out front, guard, guarding Dominguez, who gives it up for. Brady Altamar, and now back to Dominguez, and now a foul on a body collision between Horetsky and Nines, fighting through a screen, and it's going to get the foul on Horetsky. That's his second. No, that's his first. Excuse me. That's right. That's right. Team foul, two for Middletown. So the Saints will inbound underneath. They go out high for McCoy, who gives it back for Dominguez. They sag off of him. 
And he swings it around for Altamar. Timmy Moore out in his grill. And now he kicks it back for McCoy, guarded by Heretsky. Kicks it to the corner for Kamara, and then I mean, right back lit- to McCoy. Literally, Dukes is standing 15 feet Correct. in front of Kamara. He's giving him all kinds of He's, all, he's basically playing a zone, zone by, yep, by, by have, himself. Yep. It's like a, yeah, exactly. It's a one-man zone. Kamara left alone from the corner, in and out from the jumper. But he's got to take that shot on occasions to keep him honest. But unfortunately for the Saints, he comes up empty. It's still 2-1 Middletown with 4.45 left to go in the first. Middletown slightly bigger than Burke's Catholic overall. Laser at 6-5. Dupes a, a muscular 6-3. And now it's Horetsky who comes up high. He's also at 6-3. And now a takeaway as Josh McCoy comes up with a steal. First turnover for the Blue Raiders. McCoy from one end to the other. Up, in and out. No, and Dupes hustles back to get the rebound. And here come the Blue Raiders back the other way. Blazer across half court is going to wait for help. McCoy had to twist his body to avoid an offensive foul. That's the miss. So the Blazers showing, excuse me, the Raiders showing a little bit more patience perhaps than Snip Astley thought. He thought they were a team that could be a little yep. bit erratic at times, but they've been patient so far. As Moore cuts through the lane, has no opportunity to shoot, and they swing it back and around and out near half court again. Four minutes through the first quarter, it's 2-1 Middletown on top. Blazer thought about pulling the trigger on a long three, thought better of it. And now Kaiser, again, will set things back from out near half court. Off the Blazer screen, gives it back to him. He'll fire for three from distance. It's off the back iron hard. Another rebound for Parker Nine. So nobody finding some open jump shots in this one. And it remains 2-1 Raiders. Yeah, whether it's good defense or bad <laughs> offense, I'm not sure, but we have we have a 2-1 game. It's kind of a chicken or an egg kind of yeah. thing for sure. 3.25 left to go, and it's 2-1, 9. He's taking one shot, and there's a reach and a foul called against the Raiders. It's going to be on Blazer. That's his first. So this third on the Middletown Blue Raiders. So, again, two five fouls puts you over the limit. A couple of substitutions each way. For Burke's Catholic, Zach Susky, 5'11", junior, comes in. Camaro comes out, and the super sub for Middletown, Aleel Batts, 5'10 and a junior. He's their second leading scorer at almost 11 points per game and has 43. He's coming off the bench yeah. for Middletown. Yeah, he gives them another option from the outside. McCoy drives right through the defense and scores yeah. easily. Yeah, he, he has more quickness than anybody that Middletown has put on him so far. That time he drove right by Dukes. And so it puts the Saints back up on top, 3-2. to two. Bats guarded by Camaro, comes out to get the ball and then gives it right back to Kaiser, right in front of Snip Esley in the same bench. Up high is Moore, trying to shake loose of Dominguez, can't, and gives it back. And again, I will give Middletown props. They're playing a lot more patient game than yeah, anybody I, thought they would. I didn't expect this either. I mean, they only had 39 points going into the final two minutes against Schuylkill Valley, so maybe that's a result. We didn't see the game, but a result of their patience. They won that game 48-35 to get to this round. That was an 8-9 game played in Leesport, and Middletown comes out on top in that one. Again, patient, passing around the perimeter. Now Bats Bats is trying to get by Altamar and can't do so. Dupes the cutter across the lane, tries to get the shot off around nine, misses it, and McCoy has the rebound. Good defense by Altamar and nine on that possession. McCoy from the right wing calling somebody to come get the ball. It is Dominguez, and now Altamar will reset. Two minutes to go in the first quarter. It's 3-2. Burks Catholic on top. And Zach Susky now on the floor for the Saints. Dominguez for three off the front of the rim, and Dupes cleans it up inside for Middletown. Middletown went to a 2-3 zone that time. Dominguez 
Had an open shot, just missed. Bats drives, little Eurostep move, and strong off the glass for two. Yeah, that, that's going to be a tough matchup for Brady Altamar. He's given up a little bit of size there. Did a nice job the previous trip, but Bats was able to score then. Flips it back into Middletown's favorite 4-3 with a minute 30 left to go in the first quarter. Around the perimeter again for the Saints to the right side for nine. Dupes comes out away from the basket to guard him. And nine will fire from distance. It's off the rim. It's a long rebound, and Dupes, Dupes will run it down, and Middletown has it back. So 0 for 2 from beyond the arc for Parker. Nine in this first quarter, which now has 70 seconds left in it. Bats is going to catch and shoot for a long three and buries it. Now Bats, as Bob said, has four, at 43 is going into this game. Now has 41. And a 7-3 lead now for Middletown inside of a minute to go in the first quarter. Saints reeling a little bit early on. Susky free for a three. That's off the rim. Fight for the board, and Kaiser saves it to Blazer in a double team. The ball is poked loose. It's still loose on the floor, and Dupes picks it up. It's deflected in the air, and McCoy takes it away. That was turned over about three different times there. <laughs> Parks Catholic gets the ball, though. With 32 seconds left in the quarter, will the Saints hold for one or will they attack down by four? And a dangerous pass and Bats stole it away, but he stepped on the end line. So Alil Bats has made an impression early on, but it will go back to Burks Catholic. Now another substitution for Middletown. Ryan Tier, 5'10 senior, will check in and Dupes will come out. And that's the thing that Snip Esley told us. To be, they've got to be careful with those passes to the wing because Middletown often overplays things. And that time, Bats almost came up with a steal. See if the Saints don't attack inside now with Dupes off the floor, replaced by a 5'10 senior in tier. McCoy from the top for three, in and out. Saints remain cold from distance. Moore with a rebound, brings it up the floor. Hounded by Altamar with now seven seconds left to go. Blazer has it out near half court with four. Blazer, tough shot for three, in and out. And that will do it for the first quarter. But a strong finish, thanks in large part to Aleel Bats has Middletown on top of Burks Catholic after one, 7-3 Blue Raiders. District 3, 4A quarterfinal continues after this on the voice of Burks County and beyond. At Cross Keys Insurance, we don't just sell insurance, we help you buy it. The right package, the right price, the right security for your home, family, or business. Cross Keys is an independent agent and we'll search different companies to find the right combination of price and coverage to meet your needs. Call Cross Keys Insurance at 610-916-6190 to get the key to your security. The key to your security. Cross Keys Insurance. Shopping at Redner's has never been easier or more convenient with Redner's Ready, the order online and pickup service for Redner's Markets. Visit rednersmarkets.com and click on the Redner's Ready icon. Then choose your items, pay online, and pick up your order in any of the designated Redner's Ready parking spaces, and your groceries will be brought right to your car. It's Redner's Ready, the convenient online order and pickup service available only at rednersmarkets.com. Welcome back to Lloyd Wolf Gymnasium. Saints trail Middletown as we start the second quarter by a score of 7-3 alongside Rich Garcella. My name is Bob McCool. We are courtside for this District 3 4A matchup. Again, neither team's season is over with a loss, but with a win, as Rich said in our pregame show, locks up a guaranteed spot in the PIAA playoffs and looking for a bid in the semifinals 
with a win tonight. Bob, we, we have one score, two-way semifinal. It's Lancaster Mennonite 14, Antietam 11, late first quarter. Here's Blazer, the first possession, pulls up off the dribble, comes up empty. Shooting at a premium in this first half of the basketball game. Burks Catholic after a 1-for-10 first quarter, down 7-3, first possession of the second. Good defense outside by Tier knocked it out of bounds. It stays St. Basketball. Josh McCoy, Zach Susky, Armani Dominguez, Brady Altamar, and Parker Nine, the five on the floor for Burks Catholic. Bob, Burks Catholic right now does not look confident. I think if they can hit one or two shots, it could get that confidence going. Probably the lid off the rim, and the guy with the ball right now, maybe more than anybody in nine, drives, bump, takes the shot, misses it, gets his own rebound, and the putback. Parker Nine not to be denied. Good, good persistence by Parker Nine. He's already ha- He already has six rebounds. And it's a 7-5 game as a result as Nine gets his first two. Again, averages 17 a game, sixth best in the county. As the Saint, uh, Saints now back on defense in the man-to-man. Kaiser, Bats, Tier, Timmy Moore, and Blazer, the five on the floor. And it's going to be a foul on Nine trying to fight through a screen. Knocked Kaiser to the deck and a foul on Parker Nine. That's his first team first here in the second quarter. Horetsky checks back in for Middletown. And Timmy Moore will come out. Middletown to inbound. Again, Aleel Bats came off the bench and immediately made an impact in this basketball game. And that's his role. Accepts coming off the bench as a junior and prolific scorer at 11 points per game. And good shooter. Gives it up for Kaiser. Blazer comes out. Kaiser goes the other way around the defense and fouled from behind. So Landon Kaiser's headed back to the free throw line for the Blue Raiders. Looks like it's on Susky, I think. Zach Susky. That yep. is correct. His first, Saints second. Kaiser back to the stripe where he went two for two in the first quarter. First one is good. So three straight now at the line for Kaiser. Javian Diaz will check into the game for the Saints. 6'2 senior comes in and Susky comes out. Yeah, he's going to guard Horetsky. I already saw him pointing at him, and that's a better matchup for Burks Catholic. Both have some size. Kaiser misses the second, and Diaz comes down with the rebound, and a ball is kicked, and it will be Burks Catholic basketball. 6.41 to go in the half. 8-5 8-5 now after the one and the two at the free throw line for Landon Kaiser. 8-5 Blue Raiders, that is. St. Basketball. Middletown still in that maybe a, maybe a 3-2 zone now, it looks like. That's what they're showing anyway. They swing it around the perimeter, size up the defense, swing it back for Dominguez, who drives inside the zone, tied up, and jump ball. will keep it Burks Catholic's favor. Good hands by Ryan Tier to tie it up defensively for Middletown. Yeah, Dominguez got past one defender, couldn't get past the second. 6.26 left to go in the first half. 8-5, Middletown on top. St. Basketball underneath. Bob, we got a score in another 4A game. Fleetwood leading after one quarter, 18-7. Armani Dominguez goes right down the baseline. No help defensively, and Dominguez gets his first two, makes it a one-point game in favor of Middletown. I'm sorry, over Boiling Springs. So some other scores coming in. Again, Fleetwood looking to get back to a district championship. They were the victim of the Saints district championship a year ago. Middletown, the victim of the Saints two years ago in the district final. That was a night. Both both games, the last two district championship games, the Saints shot the lights out. 
Khalil bats, looks to drive, fade away from the elbow, is off the rim. Tier comes down with a rebound. Ryan Tier's made an impact as he kicks it out to Blazer. His three is no good, and nine has the rebound. Blazer is yet to score. He's Middletown's leading scorer with t- almost 22 points a game. Here's Diaz from the high post, backs his way down, kicks it back out, and they swing it around for nine and three in the lead and got it. Yeah, Parker nine, once he sees the basketball going through the net, he's going to gain more confidence. In the words of his head coach, he's never met a three he doesn't like. That's his 48th of the season, and a big one for his confidence. Puts the Saints back up on top, 10-8, with 5.15 to go in the half. Bats out high, bumped by Diaz, continues his dribble. Yeah, Diaz on the switch, has him. And he drives up, misses it. Bats tipped alive, but tipped it out of bounds. Great move by Bats, but he could not finish, and the Saints have the basketball. Bob, I just want to say here, the first 11 minutes of this game, Josh McCoy is doing a heck of a job on Mason Blazer. Sure Blazer, is. 0 for 5, hasn't scored yet. Snip Esley said, look, he's going to get his 15, his 20. We just don't want him to go off for more than that. As Rich said, he has not scored. Saints on top, 10-8 now, and they've got the ball back. As McCoy has it, McCoy drives, dumps it inside for Diaz in two. Nice pass, nice look by Josh McCoy, Diaz finish. St. Lee grows to four now at 12-8. As Burks Catholics now scored the last seven in a row with 4.45 to go in the half. Blazer drives, tucks, tied up, and whistles. Jump ball will keep it Middletown basketball. Great help by Armani Dominguez. Terrific. Or was that Brady Alomar? Uh, not sure. I'm you not were... sure. I, I, got, I got blocked out. I, I couldn't tell. But we what, get screened. What, one of the Saints guards Correct. came over and helped force the tie-up. Excellent help defensively. In the inbounds for Blazer, and he finally gets his first two on the catch and shoot for the three. The screen. And a timeout called by Middletown. We're going to take one as well after the Blazer three makes it a one-point game. When we get back, 4.37 left to go in the half. It's 12-11. Burks got to go top after this. Hi, this is Mike Kuhn with Kuhn Funeral Home. We are proud to announce four convenient locations to serve you. Kuhn Funeral Home in West Reading and Temple, Berkey and Driscoll in Hamburg, and Worker Troutman in Pottstown. Compassionate professional service while working cohesively as a team is what sets our family business apart. Thank you for believing in us, and we promise to always be there for you. Burks Catholic 12, Middletown 11, District 3 Boys 4A quarterfinal. We'll have more basketball for you on Monday. District 3 Girls 6A semifinal. Wilson Bulls Central Dolphin combined have lost four games amongst the two of them. Should be an interesting basketball game and a good one. We'll have that one for you from West Lawn Monday night, 645. Parker 9 with the drive. Off balance, no. Ball is tipped around right back to him, and Parker 9 lays it in. Armani Dominguez with the... Assist and the rebound. <laughs> On the deflection, 2-9, who's now got a fast 7 all of a sudden after not scoring in the first quarter. And then St. Lead is 3 at 14-11. Timmy Moore guarded by Altamar. Gives it up instead. They swing it around for Horetsky and DeKaiser. Blazer comes up high. McCoy caught up in traffic, has to close out on him. Blazer from the top of the key gives it up for Moore. And now to Kaiser and to Dupes. Dupes is going to fire for three. That's way short. And McCoy has the rebound. Max Dupes is going to shoot threes. I will guarantee you Burks Gathley will take that all day long. Yeah, Max Dupes has just 10 threes all year in 23 games. 3.40 to go. And the Saints with a given. A screen and roll to Diaz from Altamar for three. pretty pass. Excuse like Brady me. Out. It was Dominguez. Dominguez were getting them mixed up. <laughs> Diaz has four points this quarter. He's given the Saints a spark. 
off the bench. Their largest lead now is five as a result, 16-11. Great screen and roll from Dominguez to Diaz for two. Again, up high is Duke, swinging around for Blazer, guarded by McCoy. Blazer going to keep it himself as he dribbles to the corner and now gives it up for Kaiser. Kaiser trying to get around Altamar, slipped on the floor and lost the ball out of bounds. Turnover, Middletown. And with that, Aaliyah Batts, who was out for the time being, is right back in with the Raiders down by now five. Chris Bradford wants to get one of his top scorers back on the floor. Saints after the Middletown turnover, back in possession on the top by five. With 3.05 left to go in half number one. Dan looks like that 3-2 zone defense for Middletown with Blazer out at the top of the point at 6-5. Diaz, high post, going to pull up for the jumper, off the rim, no. McCoy comes up with a rebound and the putback, Josh McCoy. Josh McCoy, nice hustle around the rim. Diaz, not afraid to shoot. He's, he has seen shots go in, so he's not afraid to, to try. So St. Lead reaches 7 now with 5 from, coming from Josh McCoy. 18-11, 2.30 to go. Blazer, pull up 3, is way short. Long rebound is run down in the corner by Heretsky. Nice hustle by J.P. Heretsky. Here's Bats off the dribble. Cut off by Altamar. Ball kicked around now for Moore. And Middletown needs to reset, and they will with Kaiser. And off to Blazer. And now a switch defensively has Dominguez guarding him. And now the Saints switch back. Leaves Heretsky open for a moment. He doesn't pull the trigger. Bats will instead and buries the three. Bats keeping Middletown in this game. He's got eight. 18-14 as a result of his second three of the ball game. And with inside of two minutes now to go in the first half, it is 18-14, Burks Catholic on top. Dominguez, Altamar, Josh McCoy, JV Diaz, and Parker nine, the five and the four for Snip Essel. Saints working around the perimeter against the zone. Now they step up and they kick it out for McCoy, back for Dominguez in an open three, in and out, and back home again. Josh McCoy... Penetrated, kicked it back out to Dominguez. He's got five. 12-3 of the season for Dominguez. Blazer drives in, can't come up with this bucket, but a foul called on McCoy. I think Josh McCoy might have caught his elbow on the shot. Bob, Josh McCoy never shows his emotion. He was not happy with that (laughs) call that time. So we'll put Blazer at the free throw line for the first time. Again, Blazer averaging 21.8 points per game, 53 threes on the season. Now make it 54 with his only field goal of the night so far, shooting two. Makes the first. Third leading scorer in the Mid-Pen Conference, and that says a lot. 74% free throw shooter, had a season high of 35 against Steelton. Actually, this Middletown team last year lost in this round the quarterfinals to Fleetwood on Fleetwood's path to the district championship, and Fleetwood held Blazer to seven points. He's got five in this one. And he pulls his team to within five at 21-16. Blue Raiders. 120 to go and a half. Sorry, Bob. The Blue Raiders went on to finish sixth in the 4A tournament last year, qualified for states. Fleetwood had a big lead after the first quarter, waiting for an update from there now. Again, the winner of this one takes on the 4-5 game between Octorera and Eastern York. That game being played in Octorera tonight. Here's McCoy from the corner, kicks it back to nine. Dangerous pass, almost taken away by Kaiser. He runs out of real estate. It'll stay St. Basketball. 58 seconds left to go in the quarter. How hard does Burks Catholic go after this year in this final minute of the quarter? Yeah, I think if they can, they might hold for one here, considering how slow they started. Bob, in a two-way semifinal, boy semifinal, it's Lancaster Mennonite 18, Antietam 16. 
425 left in the second quarter. McCoy slips, Blazer dives on it, but I think he went out of bounds. Okay. Oh, they call a timeout. Chris Bradford was trying to call timeout, a timeout, but, but he was out of bounds. No, he was already out of bounds. The official was right there. So, too, was Chris Bradford as they jaw with one another a little bit. Fischl will let him go. But he dove, Landon Kaiser dove to save it, and they called, tried to call the timeout as he did so. But the official said he was laying out of bounds at the time, and so it stays Burke's Catholic basketball. And now a little bit of maintenance on the floor here at Lloyd Wolf Gymnasium. 47.1 left in the first half. Saints on top, 21-16, after being down by four at the end of a quarter. Josh McCoy handling the ball here. I, I have a feeling Snip wants one shot here. Looks like they come out of the zone to go to Let's man see. with Blazer guarding McCoy. He's going to back him down. Kicks it to Altamar. Swinging around. Dominguez is open for three. Way off the mark. Nine tries to save it and, and does. Did. Yeah, that's a heck of a play by Parker Nine. Bounced it off the foot of Landon Kaiser. And with 30 seconds to go in the half, Burks Catholic will keep possession. Armani Dominguez had a wide open three. There was nobody within five, six feet of him. Snip Essley holding up one finger as if he wants one shot. So we'll see if that's what the Saints do indeed are able to carry out. Down to 25 seconds to Diaz and back out high for McCoy, guarded by Blazer. Off the Diaz screen, McCoy going to pull up for the jumper. It's good. Nice mid-range jumper by Josh McCoy. Let's see if the Saints can get a stop here to end the half. Up by seven with 10 seconds to go. Blazer has the basketball across half court. Gives it up for Bats, guarded by Altamar with four. Bats help out defensively. Bats trying to free himself up. Can't get a shot off cleanly, and that will do it. Great defense by the Saints on the final offensive possession for Middletown. They will head to the Javen, locker room and Javen Diaz with a big help of Brady Altamar forced Bats to put up an off-balance shot. And so the Saints will head to the locker room, tied with matching their largest lead of the ball game at 7. After 2, Burks Catholic 23, Middletown 16, back with our Lincoln Plumbing Heating Halftime Show. Right after this on the voice of Burks and Beyond. Looking for a game-winning play for your next tailgate or get-together? Score big this season with trays from Chick-fil-A. Delicious chicken nuggets and chicken strips, fruits and garden salads, chocolate chunk cookies, and their delicious mac and cheese. Make a play with Chick-fil-A and you'll be a winner every time. Visit Chick-fil-A at Broadcasting Square, 5th Street Highway, and Exeter Commons. Chick-fil-A voted America's favorite fast food restaurant. Buying a home has never been so easy. I'm Chris Snyder of Mortgage America. If you're buying a home or refinancing your current one, you've come to the right place. Mortgage America's expert loan officers are available to assist you 24 hours a day, offering professional guidance throughout the home buying process. That's why we're awarded the number one mortgage lender in Pennsylvania. Call us at 610-376-1755 or visit us at 1100 Berkshire Boulevard, Y Missing. MNLS number 128501. Jason, this furnace is struggling again. Should we get someone to fix it or just donate it straight to the museum? Wow, that is a real piece of history right there. Can I be of service? When you don't know what to do, when you're worried your older model furnace might be truly beyond hope, one man will be by your side, fighting for truth, justice, and a few more years of heat. Speaking of history, is archery still a thing? I'm the H.L. Bowman Bowman. 
And did you know that the furnace technicians at H.L. Bowman have the parts and experience to repair even the most quaintly outdated furnace and have you feeling cozy again in no time? I feel cozy just hearing you say that. Ashley, I'm standing right here. Not in tights, you're not. Welcome back to our halftime show brought to you by Lincoln Plumbing and Heating. When you need a plumber, get a good one. Locally owned and operated for over 50 years, Lincoln Plumbing has the experience to help from a leaky faucet to a whole bathroom remodel. Call 610-376-0863 for Lincoln Plumbing and Heating, as honest as their name. Alongside Rich Garcella, my name is Bob McCool, Berks Catholic and Middletown in a boys' 4A quarterfinal. Again, the winner of this one locks up a state playoff berth in addition to heading to the semifinals and keeping the chances alive for a district championship. Of course, Berks Catholic, the two-time defending champion in boys' class 4A. However, things were looking a little dicey for the Saints early on. They just couldn't pry the lid off the basket. But Rich Garcella, I've said this before, I'll say it to you again. You've heard of Taylor two halves. How about a Taylor two quarters in one half? For Berks Catholic, one for ten from your numbers in the first quarter and eight for 11 from the field in the second. I think once they saw the basket go through the net once or <laughs> twice you could see their confidence lifting and that and that includes parker nine josh mccoy armani dink armani dominguez and javen diaz javen diaz gave burks catholic a big lift off yes, the bench scored twice and also played pretty good defense against jp horetsky but we talked about armani dominguez being an x-factor tonight he scored two baskets in the second quarter a two and a three He's going to have to score a little bit more in the second half. But right now, I think, Bob, the story of this game is the defense. Yeah. Middletown yes. is just 4 for 15 from the field, 4 for 15, and their leading scorer, Mason Blazer, averaging almost 22 points a game, has just 5 points. Yeah, 3 and then 2 for 2 at the foul line, and a, and a foul that Josh McCoy, who got whistled for the foul, disputed a bit. He didn't think He thought it was a pretty clean defensive play. So he predominantly has been the guy who has the responsibility of guarding Marcus Blazer and he, Mason Blazer, excuse me, and he's done a really good job against a guy averaging 22 a game. Again, in our conversation with Snip Esley, and I've had these conversations with Snip over the course of years when he's gone up against some really good players. And, Rich, I'm going all the way back to a guy who you know very well in Charlie Kopp. He yeah. would take the approach, you know what, if Charlie gets his 35, that's fine. Let nobody else beat us and we'll be okay. And I think that was kind of their thought. I think Josh McCoy and Berks Catholic has a different thought in what they've done with Blazers so far. Well, here's the thing. There's only two players have scored for Middletown. Correct. Mason Blazer and Aleel Bats. Bats has eight points off the bench, two threes and a two. He's averaging almost 11 points a game. Blazer has five. That's it. Well, That's yeah, the list. Right. Now, Kaiser's three for four at the foul line. Oh, but in terms sorry, of made field, field goals, goals yeah, sorry, you point. are correct. Yeah, right. I'm but talking about made field absolutely goals. Absolutely correct. So it has been a great job for Burke's Catholic defensively, and maybe none better than that last possession for Middletown after McCoy pulled, made the pull-up jumper to make it a seven-point game. Javian Diaz closed out and hauled out, helped out on the defense, and Bats ended up just throwing up a prayer at the end of the half. And so with all of that said, Burke's Catholic has – a seven-point lead matches its largest lead for a team that was down by four after a quarter and only had three points offensively at the end of the quarter. Right. Josh McCoy has played terrific defense on Blazer. We mentioned that. Parker Nine not only has seven points, he, already, he also has eight rebounds. He's playing very well. He's, even though he was, didn't score, well, he scored two in the first quarter, near the end of the first quarter, he's, he's been very aggressive. 
He's played. He's done a great job rebounding. Played pretty good defense too. So, but I still think they're going to need Dominguez, maybe Diaz, maybe Altimore. Somebody else has to step up in the second half if Burks Catholic wants to continue to hold this lead until the end of the game. I still think, Rich, that the biggest shot of this first quarter came from Parker Nine with that throw. Yeah, no He's doubt. a guy who he doesn't lack for any kind of confidence, but once he feels it. He can be a game changer quickly, no and doubt. he scored his seven points pretty fast and a big part of Burks Catholic coming from behind to taking the lead here at the break. Yeah, no doubt about it, Bob. I, I, I've, I've scored. There's three other teams playing tonight uh, in the BCIA in, a, the, in another 4A boys quarterfinal at Fleetwood. Fleetwood had a big lead after one. The Tigers now lead Boiling Springs 29-25 at the half. In a 2A boys semifinal, it's Lancaster Mennonite 24, Antietam 18. The Mounts not only trying to get to the district final, but also clinch a state tournament berth as well. Against an old nemesis in yes. Lancaster Mennonite. Those two seem to run into one another every each year. and every year in the district playoffs. That, as Rich said, the 2A bracket. We're also making the effort to try to find an update on the Reading High score. The Reading High at Carlisle, the other team in action tonight in Berks County High School basketball. We'll try to get that when we come back from break. Right now it is at halftime. Our Lincoln Plumbing Heating Halftime Show has Burks Catholic on top of Middletown 23-16. More after this. When it comes to Italian food in Berks County, nobody does it like the Victor Emanuel Beneficial Society in Reading. Authentic homemade dishes have been served up by Victor Emanuel's food for over 108 years. New memberships are now being accepted for only $10. The facility at 311 Hazel Street is also available for rental for your private parties, banquets, and celebrations. As the weather gets warmer, Victor's has a great outdoor picnic facility. Victor Emanuel Society, a taste of Italy right here in Reading. Hello, this is John Petrozelli, principal of Berks Catholic High School. Berks Catholic provides an excellent education centered on the four pillars of God, family, academics, and fun. Each day, we love and challenge our students. The class of 2023 received a record $20.3 million in academic scholarships. Come be a part of something amazing. For more information or to schedule a shadow day, please visit berkscatholic.org. And it's always a great day to be a saint. Bad hair day? Bad day at the office? Bad day behind the wheel? Hey, stuff happens, even to the best of us. At least your car insurance rate doesn't have to take a hit. Get Erie Rate Lock from Erie Insurance. Gives you a great rate that stays put until you change a car, driver, or your address. Plus, seriously good service. Now that's something to smile about. Your Erie agent in Reading and Hamburg is Cross Keys Insurance. Get a quote at 610-916-6190. Erie Rate Lock does not guarantee continued insurance coverage and is not available in all states. Welcome back. Our Lincoln Plumbing Halftime Show continues again. Burks Catholic on top of Middletown, 23-16. Seven points apiece for Parker Nine and Josh McCoy. Five for Armani Dominguez, including a big three for the Saints in that first quarter. And as Rich said a moment ago, Javian Diaz came off the bench late in the second quarter and really gave the Saints an added spark on both ends of the floor, and he's got four points. For Middletown, Alil Butts, their, their second-leading scorer, and a guy who comes off the bench has done just that. He comes off the bench and... Nails a couple of threes in that first half, and he's got eight points. Mason Blazer, their top scorer with just five. And Landon Kaiser, three out of four at the foul line for the other points for Middletown. Only three scorers cashing in. Yeah, we, we got a score from the Reading game uh, at, at the half. It's in a 6A boys quarterfinal. It's Reading 31, Carlisle 30. So the Red Knights in a tough battle 
against the number three seed? That's correct. Uh, yes. yes, the yeah, number three, three seed, seed Carlisle. Because they yeah. w- if they win, it's they, Cumberland they, Valley against uh, against Cedar, Cedar Crest. Cliff. The two Cedar, seven game. Cedar Crest. Cedar, yes, Cedar, Cedar Crest. Who yeah, beat, yeah, beat yeah. Wilson on Tuesday night? So, so that, that would be Tuesday night's district semifinals. If the Red Knights win, they would either go they would go to Cumberland Valley. If it's Cumberland Valley, they would come. The Cedar Crest would come to the Geigel if it is Cedar Crest. Before the half, the second half starts here. Let's go over these scores again. In another 4A boys quarterfinal, Fleetwood leads Boiling Springs 29-25. And in a 2A boys semifinal, Lancaster, Men- Lancaster Mennonite leads Antietam 24-18. We are set to start quarter number three here at Lloyd Wolf Gymnasium. And Burks Catholic will have the basketball as we begin with the, with the Saints on top. 23-16. Great crowd on hand again for this one. Yeah, great crowd last night. Frank Ferrandino, the athletic director of Why Missing, saying it was a virtual sellout. It was a sellout as far as Frank was concerned. He said just a few people didn't show up. What their ticket and didn't show up. So well, he'll this, take the money. This looks close to yeah, a sellout. Yeah, it's pretty as close. Well. Good turnout by the Middletown student body, yes. who, who was vocal early on when the Raiders took the early lead. Saints on top by seven. We start the third quarter. Change in the starting lineup for the Saints. This have Javen Diaz starts in place. Let me see who else on the floor here. Elijah Kamara. Elijah Kamara, I correct, had a look. Who, who was off the floor again. Yeah. That was so much because of what Middletown was doing. I think that's a really good matchup. Nine with the off-balance drive and floater no good. Landon Kaiser has the rebound for Middletown and pushes it up the floor. And now the point guard will reset for Middletown's first possession of half number two. Blazer kicks it back for Timmy Moore. Dupes sets a screen. Moore goes the other way, lost the handle. Hounded by Altamar, he gives it up for Kaiser. Yeah, Dominguez is guarding Kaiser now. Back for Blazer, guarded by McCoy. Off the dupe screen, they switch out with Diaz. Now they switch back. Blazer pulls up off these. Diaz sagged off him, and Blazer made him pay. Yeah, you can see he's got a really nice shooting for him. He's a, he's a big-time scorer. If you leave him, give him an inch, he's going to take a foot. Diaz tried to switch back after this screen switch, and it laid, laid, left the opening for Blazer to score. He's got seven. The lead is five now for Burks Catholic. McCoy off the dribble. They double-team him. He gets regains control. Drives off balance, finishing off the glass for two. Yeah, Josh McCoy, was. <laughs> he got past both defenders and then faced another one going to the basket. Off balance, as Bob said, kissed off the glass, scores. I think he just figured he was getting fouled, and I'll just put it up and get two shots out of it. He didn't get the whistle, but he got the bucket instead. And it's back to a seven-point advantage and nine now for McCoy. Dupe sets the screen. Moore goes the other way, and he got traveled with it. And that's all because of the defense helping out by Brady Altamar. Wow, that's just the fourth turnover by Middletown. Burke's Catholic does not have a turnover. We didn't even mention that. Wow. That is that is really something. They've, they've done a really nice job. They just weren't making shots in the first quarter. That changed in the second. Let's see if they can continue their hot shooting here in the third. Moore, who turned it over, comes out in an early pull of the plug to get Alil Bats and his offense back out on the floor for Middletown. Down by seven with six minutes and change to go in the third quarter. McCoy going one-on-one, gives it up for Altamar. Swings it one more pass to the corner for Dominguez. Nine posting up against Kaiser. Good defense, kicks it back. Dominguez drives, dumps it off nicely for Diaz, missed it, and rebounded by Dupes. That's a big miss. Diaz had an open look, just couldn't finish. Blazer in the open floor, a little stutter step. McCoy recovers. Off balance, toss, and it's home. Blazer, Smith Esterly said before the game, he can shoot and he can take the ball to the basket. That was a pretty move. Hard to fault the defense of McCoy. He did everything right. Blazer just got the fortunate bounce off the glass, and it's a five-point game again. Bats all over 
Domingo, Altamar, and out of frustration, Altamar with a little bit of a forearm, and they're going to get him for a it foul. It was a wraparound. He yep. wrapped around. He wrapped around bats and knocked him to the ground. I think that was the right call. First turnover of the game for Brooks Catholic here with 5:29 left in the third quarter. I would agree, but the head coach of Brooks Catholic's no. face is magenta yeah, right now. Yeah, he just he would not agree with us. <laughs> 5.20 left to go in the third quarter. It's a five-point Burks Catholic lead. And following the foul, it is Blazer basketball. They double-team Blazer. He gives it up inside, and they missed by Timmy Moore and rebounded by Diaz and Burks Catholic. McCoy in the open floor, off the dribble, lost the handle, turnover, up ahead for Blazer. Blazer attacks the glass, blocked and fouled by Dominguez. That's a good foul by Dominguez. It is a good foul because Blazer had an easy bucket there. What Middletown is doing, they're sending a second defender at Josh McCoy anytime he gets the basketball. They weren't doing that in the first half. They are now. And in the process of doing that, they got the steal, and then they fed it up ahead for Blazer. He was doing a little cherry picking. Dominguez back there one-on-one, had no choice but to foul him and put him on the line, and Blazer misses the first of two. So that's why it's a good foul by Dominguez, because now you make him earn it at the foul line, and he misses at least the first with another to come. And he makes the second. So five in the quarter for Blazer. He's got ten, and the lead now for Burks Catholic is four. Yeah, he has all five Middletown points here in the third. 25-21 Saints. We're inside of five minutes to go in the third. Altamar gives it up for nine, guarded by Kaiser. Nine looks to attack off the screen by Diaz. Can't close out on it. And he gives it up for McCoy instead. McCoy to the corner for Altamar. And back out high for Dominguez, timeout Saints. Yeah, I think the, the Saints got a little stagnant there. There wasn't a lot of booming away from the ball. So Burks Catholic calls their first timeout. It'll be a 30-second timeout. We'll keep it here. With 4.35 left to go in the third quarter, Burks Catholic's seven-point halftime lead is now four, and the Saints have the basketball following the timeout on the floor. Bob, at in Lancaster, middle of the third quarter, Lancaster Mennonite has broken it open against Antietam. They lead, the Blazers lead the Mounts 33-18 with 5.44 to go in the third quarter. Again, that is a semifinal in 2A because there's only four teams in the in the District 3 2A bracket. So the Mounts now will, if they end up falling in that one, will still be alive for a playback for three teams getting in. No. No, the only two, two get in? No, oh, their season ends corrected. tonight. Wow. It's an elimination game. Wow, that's... Well, so let's hope that Mike Green and his mounts can try to find a way to come back against Lancaster Mennonite. Burks Catholic following the timeout with the basketball in the hands of Armani Dominguez out near half court. Middletown, very aggressive man-to-man yeah, in this third. Yeah, I was going to say, they stayed away from the zone this quarter. Played a lot of it in the second quarter. Nine gives it up out high for Altamar with bats guarding him. McCoy sets the screen. They give it around instead for Dominguez. Looking for the post up now with McCoy. Blazer denies him. Those two are tussling with one yeah. another down low. You can see, you're right. Dukes goes back to playing a one-man zone here, laying way off Javen Diaz. Nine drives, nine spins, floater off the rim, no. Diaz with the rebound, blocked right to nine, missed the shot, and the rebound fought for by McCoy and Blazer and a whistle. This one, I believe, is going to be on McCoy over the back. It is. And that's going to be his second team third here in the, sec- in the third quarter. Tough, tough couple of misses inside by yeah, Diaz and nine. And now it's Middletown basketball and a foul on number two on McCoy. Dupes now will come out. J.P. Heretsky back in for the Raiders. 
3.52 left to go in the third. Zach Susky now will check in for Burks Catholic, and Diaz will come out. Yeah, I think when Diaz is going to play when Horetsky plays, because they're both big guys. And this is a better matchup now for Burks Catholic with, with who Middletown has on the floor. So Blazer with the basketball across half court. Now gives it up for Bats. Blazer with all five points for Middletown in this third quarter. Has brought his team within four now and a chance to climb a little bit closer. Bats gives it up for Bats for Blazer down on the baseline. Guarded by McCoy. Wants to drive. Spins. Gets McCoy up in the air. Missed the shot. Rebound and a foul. I mean, not on Bats, on, on Blazer, Blazer. Yep. excuse me. With, nine, with Susky getting knocked to the deck by Blazer on the foul attempt, will be, or on the foul with Blazer on the rebound attempt, that'll be his second, and it will be Burke's Catholic basketball. First in the second half against Middletown. Bob, you can see the moves that he has, though. Yes. Really nice moves there on Josh McCoy by Blazer. Just couldn't finish. Headed to a junior college in Florida to continue as out, as Dominguez gets tripped up. Ball's loose on the floor. The Saints are, or will they call a timeout? No, they didn't get the timeout. They go to the jump ball on a possession arrow. We'll give it back to Middletown. The Saints didn't commit a turnover in the first half. They now have three in this quarter. Here comes Elijah Camaro in the game for Burks Catholic. And Dominguez will come out with 3.10 to go in the third. And the Saints with just two points so far here in this quarter. The third looking very much like the first in a defensive tussle. With 7-3, Burks Catholic after one. Saints exploded for 20 points in the second quarter. They've got just two here in the third. Bats off the screen from the baseline for two. He's a scorer. There's no doubt about that. Because Camaro was on him. And Bats scored over him. He's got 10. The lead now for Burks Catholic is down to two. 25-23 Saints with 2.45 left in the third quarter. McCoy up high for nine. Nine off the dribble, trying to get some space. Gives it back for McCoy in the paint. Dumps it down low for Camaro. Deflected, turned over. Yeah, McCoy's got a score there. He, he had a, some space in the lane. A little unsel too unselfish there. Blazer lost the handle on it. They fight for the ball with McCoy and Blazer, and they're going to get McCoy on a foul. That's going to be his third. Yeah, with 2.27 left in the third quarter. Fighting for the loose basketball. Josh McCoy and Mason Blazer end up on the floor. Blazer a little slow to get back up. He's okay, but it's number three now on Josh McCoy. That was a loose ball, and, and McCoy just kind of unintentionally undercut Blazer, knocked him down. So it will be Middletown basketball. The, Bla the Raiders with a chance to regain the lead. Haven't had it since early in the first quarter. Again, Burks Catholic outscored Middletown 20-9 to in quarter number two. And a chance now to tie it or take the lead with a three. Blazer goes down low now, posting up against McCoy. Now moves to the high post. Landon Kaiser guarded by nine. McCoy and Blazer battling with one another. Middletown fans looking for a foul on McCoy, but it's just friendly fire. Bats gives it up for Kaiser with two minutes to go in the third quarter. Kaiser lost a handle on it, almost out of bounds, and now a timeout by Middletown. Chris Bradford kind of the same spot that Snip Wrestley was a moment ago, not real happy with the way the offense was attacking, and so he calls a 30-second timeout as well with 159 left to go in quarter number three. Still a St. lead, but now two at 25-23. Bob, this has the makings of just another game on WEU. <laughs> this is, is going to be a fantastic finish. It's going to be a barn burner. Both teams playing very aggressive, very, uh, very intense game. 
at both ends of the floor, and neither team shooting particularly well. They so should have tried to patent that barn burner thing when I had the chance. 25-23, <laughs> Berks Catholic on top. It is Middletown basketball following the Blue Raider timeout. Again, we'll have more basketball for you for sure on Monday. The Wilson Bulldogs, the Central Dolphin Rams, girls 6A semifinal. We'll be in West Lawn with a pregame show at 6.45 with Wilson trying to get to a district championship. A tough task in front of them with Central Dolphin on Monday night. Will we have a game on Tuesday night? Well, that's dependent upon what happens in our games being played tonight with four Berks County teams in action. We're trying to keep you up to date with all of those scores as we progress, and we'll have them all in our game show as well. Leo Bats with the basketball, gives it up for Landon Kaiser. Kaiser between the circles. Blazer comes out and sets a screen for him. Now Camaro is guarding Blazer to get protect McCoy in the three fouls. Bats to the corner for Moore, tries to go baseline, puts on the brakes, kicks it back, and a turnover. Second one this quarter for Middletown. The pass back out to Horetsky was low, and Horetsky just couldn't handle it. So the Saints get it back, and they'll bring Max Dupes back into the game as well, and Moore will come out. 138 left to go in this third quarter. Saints still with just two points so far in quarter number number three. Zach Susky, Parker nine. Brady Altamar, Elijah Camaro, and Josh McCoy on the floor for the Saints. Susky in the corner for McCoy. Thought about the three, puts it on the floor inside the paint, dumps it off for Camaro, who lays it in. Yeah, that, he almost didn't finish. Nice pass by McCoy. He drew the defense, drew three players into him, found Camaro for the layup. And finally, the Saints finish in the paint, which has been a problem in this third quarter. Yeah. And it puts it back to a four-point advantage as we hit a minute left to go in the third. 27-23, Burks Catholic on top. Tomorrow now guarding Blazer. Interesting. To, I, I, I guess Snip actually meant to make sure Josh McCoy doesn't Correct. pick up a fourth foul. Doesn't want that fourth foul. And a turnover again as Bats lost it out of bounds. Back-to-back turnovers for Middletown. And the Saints with a chance now maybe to run off the end of this third quarter. Rich with 52 seconds to go in period number three. Substitution for Middletown, Zach Burkhalter. 6-1 senior will check in for the first time Bats comes out. That's interesting to take Bats out because he's been so good offensively. Right. Unless it's just for defense with Burks Catholic maybe holding on for one possession maybe, here maybe to finish the third. Maybe that's what it is. To the right side for nine. Nine season opening. Drives. Floater. No. Gets his own rebound. Put back. Nobody's fouled. Parker nine doing the work by himself. And now he's going to have to try it at the foul line for the first time tonight. He's going to shoot two. Parker nine just hit. Got his tenth rebound of the night he has seven points all in the first half this is for a chance for his first points of the second half first time Burks Catholic has been to the foul line since the first quarter Burks Catholic just one for two at the foul line on the night nine at the stripe shooting two misses the first Parker is an 80 percent free throw shooter bats right back into the game along with Timmy Moore for Middletown no offensive and defensive substitutions now for the Raiders with Parker nine at the free throw line to shoot one more for Burks Catholic 39.9 left in period number three. Nine second is good. Eight for Parker, nine. The lead is five. 28-23, Saints. The Saints could get a stop here and take a five-point lead in the fourth quarter after their struggles here in the third. Not too bad. I think they would take it. Blazer guarded by Camaro. Gives it up for more with 25 seconds to go. Camaro doing everything he can to try to deny Mason Blazer. Kaiser with the drive off balance. No, Blazer there for the putback. Yeah, Blazer has so much size over Camaro. 
12 seconds to go. The Saints want one shot to try to get that point, that bucket back. McCoy, pretty crossover dribble, bump and a foul. And this one will be against Middletown. And it's going to be a two-shot foul. And Jeff, Chris Bradford is irate. Because he was thinking and hoping, maybe more so hoping than thinking, that was going to be an offensive foul in the fourth on McCoy. Instead, Josh McCoy shooting two at the line. I can't tell who it was on, Bob. I don't know who the it foul was on. It was on, on. Uh, John Moore? No, it was on Zach Burkholder. Number okay, 23 Zach. for Middletown gets them his first personal. And it puts McCoy at the free throw line where he misses the first of two. I didn't think it was a charge. I just I wasn't sure whether it was going to be called a shooting foul. 5.3 left to go in the quarter with McCoy getting one more at the line. And that's good. 10 for McCoy. The lead is four. Depending what Middletown does here to finish the quarter, Moore well short on the three. And so we are finished three. After the third quarter comes to an end, it's Burks Catholic on top. Saints 29, Middletown 25. The final eight when we come back. WEU, the voice of Burks and beyond. Are your garage doors noisy, squeaky, or moving unevenly? Having trouble opening and closing them? Don't be left sitting in the driveway this winter. It's time for a tune-up from Overhead Door. Starting at just $99, we'll inspect, lube, and adjust your garage doors so they operate smoothly. Call today and ask for a tune-up special from Overhead Door. And business owners, we also specialize in commercial warehouse stock maintenance. Overhead Door, we're more than just doors. OverheadDoorOfReading.com Pennsylvania athletes, families, and fans, UECU invites you to enjoy their low loan rates, competitive deposit rates, members rewards, shopping discounts, new roadside assistance service, and cell phone protection powered by Buzzing. Get started online at UECU.org or stop by their branch in Why I'm Missing on Meridian Boulevard. That's UECU, a powerful new way to save money. Visit UECU.org slash checking to learn more. We start the fourth quarter. Again, Burks Catholic, the two-time District 3 boys 4A champion, looking to get back to the semifinals at least with a win tonight. They're on top 29-25 as we get start to set to start quarter number four. Alongside Rich Garcella, my name is Bob McCool. Perks gather the basketball to start the four. We have a score from Carlisle, Bob. The Thundering Herd leads Reading High 40-37 to midway through the third quarter. That's a 6-8 quarterfinal. Armani Dominguez drives inside, tried to get it to Camaro. It was deflected. He picked it back up, tossed it back out to Altamar, who, sky, who shoots the three. No. McCoy with an offensive putback, no. Camaro hustles to get a rebound. Burks Catholic attack in the offensive glass. Blazer ties him up. Possession arrow will get it back to Middletown. So the Saints had a couple of good looks there, but they sure come up did. empty, and the hustle play by Mason Blazer gives it back to the Raiders. And at the end of three quarters in a 2A boys semifinal, it's Lancaster Mennonite 39 and Tatum 22. 29-25 here at Lloyd Wolf Gymnasium. Saints lead it. Raiders have the basketball. Timmy Moore, Mason Blazer, Aleel Betts, Landon Kaiser, and Zach Burkholder. The five on the floor for the Raiders. Bats gives it up for Burkholder. Blazer on the other opposite side being guarded by Camaro in full denial basketball. Bob, I could see how Schuylkill Valley gave Middletown trouble because Schuylkill Valley is very athletic. Here's very a steal by, by Altamar. Picked the pocket of bats, takes it to the rim. Nobody's fouled. Brady Altamar with the steal the other way will shoot two. And that's 
foul on Bats. It's his first team third or fourth, I believe. No, first of the quarter. First of the quarter. I'm looking at the timeouts. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. So it puts Brady Altamar at the line looking for his first points of the night. And after three quarters in another 4A boys quarterfinal, it is Fleetwood 35, Boiling Springs 35. Ooh. Wire to wire in all the games we got going on here tonight on WEU. Again, we'll have a full rundown of the scoreboard as well in our postgame show as Brady Altamar at the free throw line makes the first of two. Brady, the sophomore, a 53% free throw shooter on the season, gets his first point of the night. And another free throw coming, and that one spins out. The so Saints haven't helped themselves at the free wow. throw line tonight. Four for eight? I think that's what I have. Yep. Four for eight. That's correct. With 6.50 left to go, it's a five point Burks Catholic lead at 30 25. Blazer guarded by Camaro from the top, kicks it to the corner for dupes, and a three is well short and rebounded by McCoy. I don't think that's the shot that Chris Bradford wanted. Just a just a hunch. Down by five. The three by dupes, no good, and the Saints have it. I'm surprised Mason Blazer hasn't gone to the basket against Elijah Camaro because he's got some size on him, and he hasn't done that yet since McCoy picked up his third foul. Saints can afford to be patient now and shorten, try to shorten the game up a little bit with a five-point advantage and making Middletown chase them. Kamara looking for somebody to get free, and it's back to Altamar, guarded by Bats. Instead, it's now Dominguez. As McCoy looking to post up down low, Blazer denies him, and they'll reset. Now McCoy will come out closer to half court to get the ball. Coy goes around him, gathers, drives, misses, and rebounded by Dupes. So a five-point deficit. Middletown drives, bump, and a foul by Altamar. Yep, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. His second, team first. Should not be a shooting foul, no. but it is. No, no it's, it's not. not. No, I stand corrected. They are inbounding underneath. So the second on Altamar is the first against Burks Catholic here in the quarter. Middletown underneath to inbound for Kaiser. Swings it around for Blazer. Open for a moment, and he three goes halfway down and spins out. And McCoy has the rebound, and back comes Burks Catholic. For McCoy, Blazer goes for the steal, but gets a foul instead. And that's his third here with 5.29 to go. So he and Josh McCoy of Burks Catholic, each with three fouls, with 5.29 left, and Burks Catholic up five. And with the, and with the basketball following the Blazer foul. Altamar needs to get it in, finally beats it just before the five-second violation. Now has it back in the circles. We're live from Lloyd Wolf Gymnasium. Blazer, excuse me, Bats went for the steal. Now McCoy has it. Blazer slipped and fouled and, that, and out of frustration, fouled it. Yeah, Blazer thought that Josh McCoy pushed off, and that, and the Middletown fans did too. I could not tell because it was it was behind, it was on the other side of us. Right. But regardless, Blazer just picked up his fourth foul, which is not good, and he's going out. Right. That's not good for the Blue Raiders. That was a pure frustration foul yeah, on the part of Mason Blazer. Yeah, he really, and, he, and, and the York County, one of the members of the York County crew is telling Chris Bradford to be quiet. <laughs> so far it's not working. No, it isn't. <laughs> Camaro That's better get the seconds. ball inbound. Yeah, he didn't. Yep, yep, so no the Saints are going to give it right back on the five-second violation with 5.17 to go in the ball game and a five-point lead. Burks Catholic turns it over. Redding now trails Carlisle 49-45 late in the third quarter. Red Knights, the, the defending district champions, on the ropes in the quarterfinals. 
Kaiser drives. Kaiser pulls up, gives it back for Bats. Got away with the travel. Yes, there. he did. In the corner, trying to get away from Camaro. Can't. Try to wrap around pass along the baseline. Dominguez knocked it out of bounds. Bob really on the court now with, with Blazer on the bench. Right. Bats is really their only offensive option. Right. This has to be a, a, a spot for Berks Catholic's defense to kind of take charge here. Inside of five minutes to go. Now Dupes can't get it in bounds, and the Saint yeah. the Middletown bench will bail them out. No doubt. Timeout by Chris Bradford and Middletown with four minutes and 55 seconds left to go in the ball game. Middletown calls the timeout. It'll be a 30-second timeout for Middletown with the Saints on top, 30 to 25. Yeah, I wonder how long Chris Bradford will keep Mason Blazer out. <laughs> uh, I don't think it's going to be too long here. Not bringing him back to the scores table yet, at least so at the means, timeout. So you figure he's going to keep him off the floor. They have the, Middletown has the ball, so Burks Catholic's going to get at least one possession without Blazer on the floor. Right. And then the other flip side of that is when they bring him back on, how quickly does Burks Catholic try to attack him and try to get that fifth? Yeah. Especially if he's guarding Josh McCoy. Yeah, I I, I would think that. that, that Chris Bradford is going to put somebody else right. on Josh McCoy when Mason Blazer re-enters. Again, our high school basketball season will continue on Monday. District 3 boys, girls, 6A semifinal. Wilson, Central Dolphin. Both teams with outstanding records. They are the two and the three seed, and the game is at West Lawn. And we'll have it for you. 645 on Monday night. High school basketball season continues here on The Voice of Berks and Beyond. Dupes still can't get the ball in bounds, and now he tried to throw it between McCoy's legs, and they turn it over. You can see he tried to get the ball to Bats, and they couldn't. And Burks Catholic is about to turn over on the other end and did as Camaro lost the handle on it. And so back-to-back turnovers as Middletown wasted a timeout by calling it to avoid the five-second violation and still turned it over. Yeah, Parker 9 picks up his second foul. Tough break for Burks Catholic, turning the ball over. Had a golden opportunity to make this a seven-point or eight-point game. Blazer remains on the bench with 4.40 to go, and down by five is Middletown. We have the basketball. Kaiser for bats. Gives it up for Moore, swings it around for Dupes. I, I would be focusing all my attention on bats. They tried to go backdoor for Kaiser. He couldn't handle the basketball and turned it over. You can see they are they are a completely different team without Blazer on the floor. That's their only scoring option tonight anyway. Their only other scoring option tonight. Javian Diaz, who gave the Saints a spark off the bench in the second quarter, will come back in here in the fourth as Kamara comes out. Bob, here's a statistical oddity midway through the fourth quarter. Burks Catholic hasn't attempted a three this half. A little pressure defense for Middletown. Dominguez gives it up for Altamar to get it across half court. 4.15 left to go in the ballgame. Saints lead by five. A big spot here for the Saints to try to Break a little separation. Nine looks to go baseline. Nine pulls up off the glass and two. Baseline drive by Parker Nine. First basket of the quarter for the Saints. They're up seven. Ten for Parker Nine. He's in double figures for the 21st time this season. A seven-point Saint advantage and a bump and a foul by Altamar. Went for the steal and got caught with his hands in a cookie jar. Yeah, it's his third, and I think Snip I think that's his third, not his fourth. Well, Bronx cheer for the Middletown fans. And here comes Blazer and Foretsky back in the game for the Raiders. Elijah Camaro also back in for Burks Catholic as Diaz will come out. So Camaro back in so he can guard Blazer off the bench. And let's see at the other end if Blazer in fact guards Josh McCoy. Halfway through the fourth quarter, Saints on top by seven. Middletown with a basketball in the hands of Aleel Bats, who gives it back for the point guard in Landon Kaiser. 
Glazer sets up at the elbow of the foul line, trying to set a screen right now. Moore off that screen, drives, kicks it back for three. In and out, and rebounded by McCoy. Blazers had two threes go in and out this quarter for Middletown. No doubt the look Middletown was looking for, but they come up empty, and the Saints have the basketball with 3.30 to go. And here it is, Horetsky's guarding McCoy. And Josh regains dribble and then kicks it back as he lost the handle on it for a moment, and now they give it back to him. Rich said J.P. Horetsky guards McCoy. They clear it out for him. He gives it up instead for Dominguez, who swings it around for Altamar. Saints with a seven-point lead can play the waiting game. They've killed more than 30 seconds so far off the clock. There's a problem here. Camaro needs help, still needs help, and finally gets it to Dominguez, who gives it up for Altamar. And the clock continues to run inside of now three minutes to go. That was trouble brewing. (laughs) Camaro looked like he was about to be trapped here right in front of us along the the sideline. Trying to give it to McCoy on the clear out. He drives up and under. We can't get the shot, but yeah. he is fouled. Yeah, Horetsky grabbed his shoulder on the way up. They, the Saints clearly knew they had the mismatch with Horetsky. They yeah. were just he, trying to buy the time for McCoy to clear some space. Horetsky cannot stay with Josh McCoy at all. He's just not quick enough. So Josh McCoy back to the line for Burks Catholic. That's the good news. The bad news, the line has not been free for the Saints tonight. And McCoy misses the first of two. Yeah. Bob, at the end of three quarters, in a 6A boys quarterfinal, it's Carlisle 51, Reading 48. So a three-point difference for the Red Knights to try to make up. And McCoy makes the second. So it's a 5-for-10 night right now for Burks Catholic from the line. They're normally 69% as a team, but the lead is 8, 33-25. So we're here with 2.48 left. Middletown has yet to score in this fourth quarter. And the Blazers have the basketball, uh, excuse me, the Raiders have the basketball in Blazers' hand as he brings the ball up the floor guarded by Kamara. He's got to go to the basket. He's got to go to the rim. Off two screens, gives it up instead for Kaiser. Now Kaiser sees an an opening, drives inside and a foul. It's on the floor. On Parker 9 if it's on the floor. And and that'll be the third on Parker 9. Yeah. So some foul concerns on the individual side now. McCoy with three, nine with three, and again, Mason Blazer with four. And McCoy with three. Inbounds for Blazer on the, on the inbounds play. He catches and scores. Yeah, first basket of the quarter for Middletown. Pulls the Raiders within six. 14 now for Blazer. Burks Catholic quickly up the floor. 2.25 left to go in the ballgame. They needed a basket desperately there. They could not afford to go empty. Burks Catholic trying to match it now, but looking to be patient at the same time. Again, to McCoy, guarded by Kaiser. Goes around him, up and home with a reverse. Total total mismatch. Kaiser just not big enough for Josh McCoy. Right back up to an eight-point advantage at 35-27. Saints on top. Yeah, Blazer's got to attack the rim here, and he is. Foul line jumper, Mason Blazer off the back iron. Rebound out of bounds. It's Burks Catholic basketball. 1.53 to go. Saint lead is eight, and they've got the ball. Again, Burks Catholic... Or Middletown, whoever wins this, plays either Octorera or Eastern York. That game going on in Octorera as we speak, the 4-5 game. Here comes Betts at bats out to meet McCoy at half court and a timeout called by the Saints. With 1.43 to go, Snip Esley wants a timeout. Middletown got away with a bump on yeah, Josh did. McCoy in the backcourt. So the Saints burn just their second timeout. It's a 30 with 1.43 to go and an eight-point lead. So again, Burks Catholic can afford to be patient. See how Middletown adjusts defensively because the Saints have been playing the clear-out game with Josh McCoy. Yeah, if, I would think now with two-something left, 
Blazer's got to get him. Somebody, Blazer has to guard him because that's the only matchup that Middletown has for Josh McCoy. You, you're risking him committing his fifth foul, but you're running out of time. So right. you're down eight yep. with two and change left. Yeah, it's it's desperation situation now for Chris Bradford because if Blazer picks up the foul, you're gonna you're, you're gonna have a hard time coming back from eight points down against Burke's Capital. Bob in a two-way as I. Like, I think I gave this before, but Lancaster Mennonite leads Antietam 43-24 with 5.09 to go. That's in a 2A boys semifinal. As we said, Reading trailed, Reading trailed Carlisle by two going into the fourth quarter in a 6A boys quarterfinal. 1.43 left to go in this quarterfinal in 4A. And the Saints with the basketball and the lead at 35-27. Yeah, Bats got away with a hold on... Uh, Altamar. Altamar gets it across half court. Here comes the trap. He gives it up for Dominguez and to the corner for Camaro. And they'll come out and foul Camaro. That's exactly who you want to foul. Smart. Chris Bradford did his scouting. Camaro is just two for nine for the season from the line. And that is the fifth foul against Middletown. So it is double bonus time now for the Saints the rest of the way. And it will put Camaro on the free throw line to shoot two. I wonder if Snip is going to put Zach Zusky in the game. He's a 77% free throw shooter. Tomorrow off the back iron on the first. Blazer back in. Yeah. And out comes Burkhalter. There's Elijah Camaro ready to shoot a second. That also no good. Blazer has a rebound. A minute 30 left to go. Blazer quickly across the floor. Across half court. Blocked by Kamara. Back the other way. The Saints have it. Elijah Kamara with a block. He made up for the missed yeah, free throws. Blocked Blazer's shot going to the basket. And that was as clean as can be. Yes, it was. Big smile on his face. And congratulations from his teammate on the defensive play. As Mason Blazer went from one end to the other. And Elijah Kamara said, uh-uh. And a foul will put Altamar now that's in the line. A, that's Bats a second, but there is nobody on the Middletown bench was complaining about that. That's how clean that block was. So now Altamar at the free throw line. Saints can maybe get some separation if they can start making free throws, but they can't. And Snip is going crazy yep. on the bench because Burks Catholic's a 69% free throw shooting team, which is not bad at all. They are two for seven in this quarter. Make it three for eight as Altamar makes the second. Makes it a nine-point game. 36-27, largest lead for Burks Catholic with 120 left to go. Blazer gives it up to try to get it back. No, Moore will shoot three and guts it. Timmy Moore. Uh, that's his first points of the night. I was just going to say, it'd be, if Middletown doesn't get the ball to Bats or Blazer, there's something wrong, and then Timmy Moore hits a three from the left wing. His 15th of the season and a quick timeout with 1.15 to go. Blue Raiders still with a pulse down 36-30 after a much-needed three from Timmy Moore. And Middletown calls the timeout. So it'll be a full timeout for the Raiders. And again, inside of a minute and a half to go. And right now, if you're if you're Snip Bessley, you got to be thinking, if, if only, as in if only we made a few more foul shots, we wouldn't be breathing quite so hard at this no, point in time. No, really, they'd have at least a double-digit lead right now. Instead, it is a six-point difference in favor of the Saints, and it will be Burke's Catholic basketball. So Middletown's not going to change the approach. They're going to go after them, full court pressure, and try to get a steal or foul. Yeah, Zach Zuski's come into the yep. game for Burke's Catholic. He's a 77% foul shooter. He, he replaces Camaro. 
but you got Alto. McCoy, 73%, 9, 80%, Susky, 77, Dominguez, 87, Altamar, 53. And again, the Raiders will come with some pressure. They won't won't guard the inbounds pass, but they will come after Josh McCoy, who gets the inbound pass. Here comes the double team. He avoids it and foul. It's going to be on Landon Kaiser. I think that's his first or second, maybe, maybe second. So it puts McCoy back at the free throw line. Josh McCoy... At the line, two for me, three for six on the night, shooting two. I know earlier this week we saw several Berks County teams in the first round not shoot well from the line, and it cost them. So Berks Catholic hoping that doesn't happen <laughs> to them tonight. McCoy's first is good. 15 now for Josh McCoy in double figures for the 23rd time this season in what is the 24th game of the year. Elijah Camaro back in, Zach Susky out, little offense, defensive switches now for the Saints. With McCoy about to shoot a second. Bob, and if, and if, and if Burks Catholic gets a stop at this end, if I'm Elijah Camaro, I just stand in the backcourt <laughs> and force them to foul him back there, which would be an intentional foul. Kamara, McCoy makes them both. It's an eight-point game as we hit a minute left to go. Bats double team tied up and foul. Wow, Bats, Bats shoved is, yeah. nine into the Middletown I'll bench. tell you what, give the official a lot of credit for the emotion of this game yeah. because Bats has been jawing at everybody all night long. It yeah. very well could have been teed up That there. could have been a tee because that was a two-handed, not a push, that was a shove into the Middletown bench. Nine fouled them. There's right. no doubt about it. And he nine, got the whistle. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. And nine, did, it, it appeared that nine didn't say anything, and Bats just shoved them. And that's the fourth now on Parker nine. And Bats will shoot two as a result and makes the first. Kamara out and Susky back in. Fleetwood leads Boiling Springs 47-44, 112 to go. Another tight one. They're all tight ones tonight. As Aleel Bats is at the free throw line to shoot another for the Blue Raiders. A minute exactly left to go and Bats makes them both. He's got 12. The lead is... Six. 38-32. Should be, six. It should be. There it is. Bob, that, yeah, they're, Middletown's very fortunate there. Very, very fortunate. And now a foul on the inbounds play. And we'll Altamar. put the Saints back at the line with Brady Altamar going to the strike. So Altamar, who's two for four at the line, will shoot two more now. Snip Besley brings Parker nine over to the bench. I think if nothing else, you remind him he's got four fouls. Don't go for a steal. Yeah. As he did on the last one and picked up a foul. He needs them on the floor. As Altamar makes the first. Big one. First one's always big. Kamaro and Blazer <laughs> check back I in. I think Elijah Kamara just goes over and sits on the bench beside Blazer yeah. right now, waiting for him to come back in. Then he comes back in with him. Altamar at the free throw line to shoot another. And that two is two good. big ones. Four straight now for Burks Catholic at the line. It's an eight-point lead as a result for the Saints at 40-32. Inside of a minute to go, bats for three, no. Rebound skies is Parker nine, he's trapped and fouled. With 47.4 left to go in the ball game, Parker nine now will shoot two for Burks Catholic. Yeah, nine is a 80% foul shooter. This is the one, either him or Dominguez, the Saints want one of those two want at the line. Parker on the night, one for two. Seemed like for quite a while, everybody who shot foul shots for the Saints was one for two until they have now made four in a row between McCoy and Altamar. Nine will try to join the club. And 
and he misses the first. 47.4 left to go. It's right now an eight-point game with nine shooting one more at the line. They're just aging Snip Esther right now <laughs> because if they had been making, if shooting at, if they had been shooting 69%, they'd have at least an 11 or 12-point lead. It is 11 now for nine as he makes the second. It's an eight, it's a nine-point lead at 41-32. Blazer for three. No, McCoy gathers the rebound with 35 seconds left to go. And the Saints can feel themselves moving another round forward as Altamar is fouled again with 32 seconds left. Yeah, Saints are in really good position now. Middletown just with 32 points. They're averaging almost 55 points a game. Just a terrific defensive effort by Berks Catholic here. So Brady Altamar back to the stripe. He's made three in a row. All of his points in this fourth quarter and all at the foul line. Four for six at the stripe as he shoots two here. And comes up short again. <laughs> One more gray hair just popped out of the head of Snip Esley. <laughs> it sure did. I can't wait till you ask in a postgame show about the free throw shooting. There'll be dogs barking throughout West Reading when, yeah. when he answers that question yeah, with that voice. <laughs> it's a 10-point lead, however, finally for Berks Catholic. As Altamar makes one out of two inside of 30 seconds to go. Bats just heaves it. Hits the rim. Long rebound is run down by Burkhalter. Kicks it back for Kaiser. Kaiser drives up and home. And a timeout for Middletown. The Blazers still making an effort at it. With an eight-point game and 17.5 left to go. Yeah, Kaiser's first points of the night. And the, the Berks Catholic defenders backed off. Bob, we let's see if I got get a Fleetwood final yet. Um... It's 47-44 Fleetwood, 112 to go. That's another 4A boys quarterfinal. Wins tonight by Berks Catholic or Fleetwood. Clinch a berth not only in the district semifinals, but in the PIAA tournament. So again, 17.5 left to go in this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's uh, it's been a terrific, again, terrific defense by Josh McCoy. Mason Blazer has 12, he has 14 points. He's averaging almost 22 a game. And, Bert, and Middletown here with 34 points, well below their its season average of 55. So following the Middletown timeout, it is Burke's Catholic basketball. Trying to get an update on Eastern York and Octorera. Fleetwood has opened up a nine-point lead, 53-44 with 15 seconds to go. It looks like the Tigers are going to reach the district semifinals for the second straight year and the PIAA tournament. And it looks like Eastern York is starting to pull away from Octorera, so that's going to be the Saints matchup on Tuesday, it would appear. Eastern York, the five seed, has Octorera on the ropes Bob on the it, road. Bob, it is now final. Fleetwood 53, Boiling Springs 46. The Tigers continue their terrific season. They reach the district semifinals for the second year and the PIAA tournament for the second year in a row. Congratulations, Terry Sittler, who has announced that he is going to retire at the end of this year. But congratulations to him and his Tigers who continue to find ways to win basketball games. It's a very dangerous team for sure. And looking to get back to the district final a second year in a row. They are now one step closer. Nine, one out of two at the foul line. Blazer back the other way. No. Gets his own putback and a foul with 10 seconds to go. Mason Blazer is going to try to make this a three-point play. Yeah, he fouls on McCoy, and that's his fourth. Tried to, he was contesting the rebound. 43-36 is the score with a free throw coming from Mason Blazer. 
Zach Susky back in and Camaro out. Again, 10.2 left to go in this one. And right now a seven-point lead for Burks Catholic. And Mason Blazer with a free throw coming. 16 now for Blazer. Make it 17. You can see what kind of skill player he is, especially at the offensive end. Six-point game. Susky needs to get it in bounds and has to call a timeout. That was close. Yeah, it was. That was close. So with 10.2 seconds left to go, Snip Besley will gather, gather his team around for another timeout. As Burks Catholic does have a couple of timeouts to burn, so with 10 seconds left to go, no reason to panic. Maybe yet, but again, it's been a pattern right now, and it's a pretty basic pattern at this time of the game when you're trying to play catch-up. You go for the steal. If you don't get the steal, you foul and send them to the line, and Burks Catholic hasn't been able to pry this thing too far apart. They got it to 10. But right now it's six with 10 seconds left to go in the ballgame. Yeah, it, barring a, a miracle by the Middletown, a, a miraculous comeback, I think Burks Catholic is on its way to the semifinals again, looking for their third straight district championship. So Fleetwood has moved on. As Rich said, they will play either Littlestown or Big Spring. They beat Boiling Springs tonight. They make it Big Spring in the semifinals, but that game will be at Fleetwood on Tuesday night. Correct. You could have. It looks like you're going to have two home games in Berks County in the 4A semifinals unless Berks Catholic blows this six-point lead with 10 seconds to go. Final score in Octorera, all Eastern York. They beat Octorera 72-47. to Octorera is not a bad team at no, all. No, they're not, and that's a tough place to play in that gymnasium. Here's a long pass to McCoy across half court, and now a foul, and Timmy Moore... Better be teed up. Yeah, that's yeah. a cheap play by that Timmy Moore. Yeah, that was cheap. Especially this he had thing has him. been brewing. There's yeah, been a lot of this him. after every yeah. whistle. He had fouled him. Yep. The whistle blew, and then he knocked McCoy to the floor. Yep. Just completely shoved him to the floor after he couldn't get the foul. So, and again, I'll, you, I'll give, I'll give, I'll, I'll give right. Chris Bradford this. He's had some yeah. reserves waiting to come in, but. Yeah, this, he's cla- yeah, that, that yep. is that is that is poor sportsmanship yep. at at best. Yep. And now, even after the official came over to tell him to settle down, he's still doing a little jawing. But he's lucky he didn't get teed up. McCoy will shoot two and eight point four left to go. Lucky a few minutes ago that Correct. he didn't get to, he two-handed shove nine into the bench into the Middletown bench. So Middletown's going to clear his bench, and Snip Essley going to do the same now, with eight point four seconds left to go substitutions aplenty you know neither team can afford to lose any guys and middletown is going to continue they're still to play. alive they're still alive and burks catholic will be in the semifinals middletown will be in the playbacks trying to get to the state tournament for the second year in a row officials are now in the middle of all this you guys have done a pretty good job with all of this because this could have been a whole lot uglier wow they're, they're escorting middletown players to the bench now to keep them apart from guys on the floor. But I, I got to say, that should have been a yes, I agree. because the game is over. The game's been decided. That should have been a technical foul. I agree 100%. As McCoy now has one more shot coming and makes it. 17 now for Josh McCoy. The lead is seven, and now McCoy will be the last one to sub out as Devin Garcia is in the game for Burks Catholic. Nelt Manon is in the game for the Saints. Michael Fiddler in the game, long three as well off the mark. And run down by Burks Catholic with the final seconds ticking down a turnover. And that will do it. Burks Catholic will take the victory. A hard-fought one at that for the Saints, but they are marching on as they win it over Middletown by a final score of 44-37. to We'll take a timeout back with our postgame show.
our Judd Firestone player of the game, our Angstab Family Dental play of the game, and a rundown through the scoreboard on a busy night of high school basketball here in Berks County on the voice of Berks and beyond, WEU in Reading. If you're thinking about buying or selling a home, trust in a realtor with local knowledge and 20 years of experience. Phil Macaronis, a lifelong resident of Berks County and a member of the REMAX Hall of Fame, is rated in the top 1% of realtors nationwide for sales production. For a knowledgeable, personable, reliable realtor, count on Phil Macaronis of REMAX of Reading. Call 610-670-2770, extension 3179, or call his cell phone at 610-858-4555. Hey there, basketball fans. Let's take a moment to talk about the cornerstone in our neighborhood, Bachman's Roofing, Solar, and Remodeling. When it comes to protecting your home, trust the folks who have been doing it for over 51 years. From solar solutions to remodeling dreams, they've got you covered. Bachman's Roofing, Solar, and Remodeling. The name you trust, the people you know. Visit us today and let's make your home the MVP of the neighborhood. Call Bachman's at 610-947-5102 or visit gobachmans.com. Welcome back to our post-game show where the Berks Catholic Saints win it tonight over Middletown. It was a hard-fought game for the Saints, but they win it, and they will move on to the district semifinals. Again, Fleetwood has already won their game. So, again, last year's district final was Fleetwood against Berks Catholic, and both teams one step closer as they both reach the semifinals. Fleetwood will host either Littlestown or Big Spring. Berks Catholic will host Eastern York, who won comfortably over Rockerere tonight. Our post-game show... And Rich Garcella is on the floor with a bunch of Saints. We're here with Perks Catholic seniors Josh McCoy and Parker Nine after the Saints 44-37 win over Middletown in the District 3-4A quarterfinals. First of all, Parker, 12 points, 11 rebounds. How important was your defense tonight, the team's defense? Uh, I mean, it was really important. They have a good player in, uh, I think, at number two. He's a really good player, and I think Josh shut him down tonight. What was the difference? difference in the second quarter it seemed like you had a slow start the team did and in the second quarter you scored 20 points and really got the offense going what happened there was a lot more energy I think Javen came in off the bench and scored a couple of points and Armani had a, a good amount of passes Parker what does it mean to get to the district semifinals again uh you've been part of this since your freshman year right yeah, yeah for four years in a row now what is, what does it mean to you it means a lot this is so surreal and I'm ready to go down to the championship at the Hershey Center and what about your guy, the guy next to you, Josh's defense, on Kozer? What did you think of him tonight? He played great. He's a lockdown. Josh, what did you want to do against Kozer, number two? Uh, number two? Number three? I mean, Kozer told me he was a good player, and I had to come out and play defense. Uh, he was our best player, and I had to do what I had to do, and I think he was out of the game, to be honest. How important has the contributions of Javen Diaz, Armani Dominguez, Brady Altimore, how important has that been for you guys down the stretch? Uh, a lot. They mean a lot to the team, and they come off the bench, and they get us, Javen, especially Javen. I feel like Javen is definitely our fuel. I feel like he gives us that energy that we lack at times, and I feel like when he comes in, it gives us that motivation and that extra to get that win, that extra step. What does it mean to you to be in the district semifinals again Monday and be headed to the state tournament? Yeah, it means a lot. I mean... It means a lot. I'm excited. It's my last year, so I got to go all out. So I'm ready to see what happens next. Are you inspired by your brother who's there on the bench with his injury out for the year? For sure. I'm talking to him every time, telling me what should I do better, and I'm definitely taking that to heart. And obviously I'm playing better when he tells me what to do. So, Thank you, guys. We'll see you Tuesday night. Let me talk to Coach. Thanks Thank a lot. So Congrats. Much. Thank you. Have a good night. Thank you.
How important was Josh's defense? Oh, uh, we said uh, in the beginning, I said, Josh, look, I said, this kid's a player. I said, uh, don't get frustrated if he scores points because he's going to score some points. But we, we, we instructed him what he has to do. First of all, we wanted to take the three away. And uh, what he's going to help, we were going to have help waiting for him if he put the ball on the floor. And I think we did a pretty good job of that. Snip, this game, it's, you guys started slow offensively. What happened in that second quarter? What got the offense going? I just think when you have a week off like that, you know, you can come out sluggish a little bit. I mean, that's a week off, you know, and, and, and a testament to these kids, you know, after we lost to Wilson in the county, I was going to give them a couple days off. And they said, no, and they wanted to come right in the gym that next day. And that shows you how much these kids want to play. How gratifying is it for you to see the way these kids have come together since Kingston McCoy's injury? to get to the state tournament, to get to the district semifinals. Oh, it's great. I love these guys. It doesn't look like it at some times during the game, but, <laughs> you know, I love these guys. I just try to get them motivated and make sure, you know, they know what, what we, you know, what we want done. When does foul shooting practice begin tomorrow? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> We're going to go over that tomorrow for sure. Do you know much about Eastern York? Eastern York defeated Octorara tonight. In, the, in, in another quarterfinal, that's who you'll have here Tuesday night. I expected them to be here because I thought they were good. York basketball, is, you know, is really good. And I knew from uh, seeing them two years ago, I, I, they had a lot of young players that I thought were going to be, as seniors this year, were going to be pretty darn good. Snip, thanks a lot. Good luck Tuesday night. Thank you so much. Thanks very much, Snip Essley. And the Saints win it at Lloyd Wolf Gymnasium. The final score, Burke's Catholic 44, Middletown 37. We'll take a timeout back with our Judd Firestone Plumbing Player of the Game and our Angstaff Family Dental Play of the Game. And wrap up, we'll try to get you all of our final scores as well. Again, four big games being played with Burke's County teams tonight. We'll have all the scores for you before we sign off tonight here on WEU in Reading. I'm John Petrozelli, principal of Burke's Catholic High School, a school where students feel safe, loved, and challenged. Guided by our four pillars of success, God, family, academics, and fun, we strive to positively impact our students spiritually, academically, socially, and emotionally so they can lead distinguished lives of service and one day reach heaven. To learn more about how to be a saint, please visit burkescatholic.org. It's always a great day to be a saint. Jason, this furnace is struggling again. Should we get someone to fix it or just donate it straight to the museum? Wow, that is a real piece of history right there. Can I be of service? When you don't know what to do, when you're worried your older model furnace might be truly beyond hope, one man will be by your side, fighting for truth, justice, and a few more years of heat. Speaking of history, is archery still a thing? I'm the H.L. Bowman Bowman. And did you know that the furnace technicians at H.L. Bowman have the parts and experience to repair even the most quaintly outdated furnace and have you feeling cozy again in no time? I feel cozy just hearing you say that. Ashley, I'm standing right here. Not in tights, you're not. The H.L. Bowman Bowman. Visit hlbowman.com. Welcome back to our post-game show. It's time now for our Player of the Game, brought to you by Judd Firestone Plumbing. Whether it's a dripping faucet, a drain backing up, or plans for remodeling a bathroom or kitchen, 
it's important to have it done right. Judd Firestone Plumbing has more than 85 years of combined experience serving the community. Call 610-678-9080 for Judd Firestone Plumbing in Laureldale or find them on Facebook. Well, Rich Garcella talking with both Parker Nine and Josh McCoy, and as expected, both of them in double figures tonight. But you combine the offensive Josh McCoy and the great defensive job he did on Mason Blazer, who ultimately ended up with 17 points, but he worked for each and every one of them, and Snip Esley was very happy with the job they, they did because they were afraid that Blazer could go off on them at any point in time. So Josh McCoy offensively matched what Blazer did with 17 points himself and did a great job defensively as well. Great credit. Well, we'll talk about that in a moment before I get ahead of myself. But Josh McCoy is our Judd Firestone Plumbing Player of the Game. Time now for our Angstad Family Dental Play of the Game. Angstad Family Dental, let their family take care of your family. Visit angstadfamilydental.com for more information. But when Josh McCoy was not guarding Mason Blazer, Elijah Camaro was guarding Mason Blazer. And at one point in time when the Saints were trying to hold Middletown at bay in the fourth quarter, Mason Blazer got a, got, grabbed the basketball at one end of the floor and was off to the races to the other end of the floor up and until the very last second when the six foot five inch Mason Blazer went to the bucket and Elijah Camaro, who was the other defender that Snip Esley put on the six five senior, came up with the rejection, the defensive play of the night to be sure. And after Elijah Camaro had just missed two in a row at the foul line, he comes up with the big defensive play on the rejection at the other end of the floor. And that was our Angstat Family Dental play. He also had an important layup in the third quarter, Elijah Kamaro did. But, yeah, terrific block, clean as could be. Nobody on the Middletown side was complaining. So there is your wrap from our end again. McCoy, Josh McCoy, that is, with 17. Parker, 9, with 12. And then the contributions for the other guys. And that was great that both Parker, 9, and Josh McCoy were singling them out and what they did in their contributions in terms of Marty Diaz, Dominguez with five, Brady Alzamar with five, J- Javen Diaz with great energy as they talked about off the bench with four, and two for Elijah Kamara, and the Saint total of 44. So the final score in this one, the Saints win it over Middletown 44-37. As Rich discussed with Snip Esley, they know who they're going to play here at Lloyd Wolf Gymnasium on Tuesday. It will be Eastern York with a very comfortable 25-point win over Octorera. So it will be the Saints against Eastern York on Tuesday in the semifinals. Rich will catch you up to date now with the other games, including the other side of the bracket. Okay, let's go with that score first. On the other side of the bracket, in the 4A, in another 4A boys quarterfinal, Fleetwood, the two-seed, defeated Boiling Springs 53-46. The Tigers advanced to the district semifinals for the second straight year. Clinch, a state tournament berth for the second straight year. They will play home Tuesday night in a semifinal. We're waiting to see that score between Littlestown and Big Spring. And Big Spring. In 6A boys, quarterfinal, the Reading High Red Knights rallied to defeat the Carlisle Thundering Herd 68-62. The Red Knights will play Tuesday in the district semifinals. Site to be determined depends on the other game between Cumberland Valley and Cedar Crest. If Cumberland Valley wins, Reading will be going there Tuesday night. If Cedar Crest wins, Reading will host Cedar Crest at the Geigo Complex Tuesday night. And one more in the 2A boys semifinal. Lancaster Mennonite 50, Antietam 30. It's been a uh, thorn in the Mount's side for the last <laughs> several years. The Mounts and their fine season 
Uh, it was an elimination game and also a state qualifying game. So Mennonite reaches the district final in 2A and will play Wednesday for the championship and Tatum's season ends. So there is your update on the scoreboard. So we know who the Saints will be playing. Again, they will be playing Eastern York back here at Lloyd Wolf Gymnasium. Fleetwood also will be home as the two seed. Berks Catholic is the one seed. Fleetwood is the two seed. Maybe a collision course again for the second straight year for the Saints and Fleetwood in a district final. It happened a year ago. They're now one game away from having it happen. We have a again. final. Big Spring came back and defeated Littlestown 56-51. So Big Spring will play at Fleetwood in the other half of the 4A semifinals. It will be Burks Catholic versus Eastern York here at Wolf Gymnasium and Fleetwood against Big Spring Tuesday at Fleetwood. That's correct. So the only thing that we don't know for sure is who the Red Knights would be playing. Again, Reading High is going to play the winner of the game between Cumberland Valley and Cedarcrest. That game being played at Cumberland Valley High School tonight. And if it is Cumberland Valley who wins that game, then the Red Knights will go on the road. If Cedarcrest beats Cumberland Valley, then that game would be at the Geigel. So once that one is final, we'll know all of the destinations for all of our Berks County teams. But two of them advanced. Unfortunately for Antietam, they see their season come to an end on the road again against Lancaster Mennonite, a, a team that has been a thorn in the side of Mike Green and his mounts over the course of the last couple of years. I got I have the score. I knew if I talked long enough, you'd get me a score. <laughs> That's why I kept babbling like a fool, like I'm so, so good at doing. <laughs> so Redding will face Cumberland Valley on the road Tuesday night. Cumberland Valley 41, Cedar Crest 30 floor, 34. So it's Redding versus Cumberland Valley Tuesday night in the 6A semifinals. Redding also clinches another berth in the state tournament. So we have among the boys, we have tonight Redding, Fleetwood, and here Berks Catholic have all clinched state tournament berths with their wins in the quarterfinals. And Exeter and Muhlenberg have already clinched berths as well. They're in the playback. They will play each other on Monday night. So we got five, five, five boys, five boys teams, teams are going to the state tournament. And two girls teams for sure as well in, in Wilson and Wymissing who will both play in semifinals on Monday. And we'll have a third girls team, Berks Catholic, if the Saints can win one of two games next week. Right. They will play here on Monday night against Eastern York to try to work their way back and get one of the playoff spots in girls class 4A. So a lot of teams still very much alive chasing PWA playoff berths, and a couple of them still have a very much of a chance for a district playoff championship. And we'll keep following along as long as Burke County basketball continues to bounce and the wins continue to pile up. Another good one for the Burke Catholic Saints. They're now 21-3 and on the season. And, again, they are moving on to Tuesday's semifinals. For all of us here at WEU, thanks to Bill Hess, Steph Marmoreau, and the entire staff here at Burke Catholic High School for always rolling out the red carpet for us to broadcast high school basketball and games here at Lloyd Wolf Gymnasium. Thanks to Sean Tansky back at the WEU studios. For Jeff Nolan, our sports director, for Rich Garcella, my name is Bob McCool. Thank you, as always, for listening to High School Basketball. We'll have more games for you. Monday night, we'll be in West Lawn, Wilson against Central Dauphin. Tuesday night, we'll be somewhere. I guarantee you that. Just figure out where we're going to be. Once we iron all the details out, we'll have it for you. Listen to Mornings with Mike. Monday morning, I'll have a full answer for you as to where we will be for our coverage on Tuesday night as well. High School Basketball continues on the voice of Burks and Beyond. The Saints move on 44-37. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great night. We'll talk to you with more high school basketball on Monday night. 
WEEU Sports presents exclusive live coverage of Berks County High School Basketball. High School Sports on WEEU is brought to you in part by Angstadt Family Dental, Bachman Roofing, Chick-fil-A, Cross Keys Insurance, Judd Firestone Plumbing, Coon Funeral Homes, Lincoln Plumbing and Heating, Mortgage America, Overhead Door Company of Reading, Redner's Warehouse Markets, Remax Real Estate Agent Phil Macaronis, UECU, and by Victor Emanuel Beneficial Society. Berks County High School Basketball, presented by Cross Keys Insurance, only on WEEU, the voice of Berks and beyond, and online at 830weeu.com.